Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than Spanner or Ragamuffin, then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Behind the Medal podcast. With me, Gary Damer. And me, Dean Smith. How are you doing, Gary? I'm all right, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Um, I feel like we should begin again by, first of all, explaining the absence, maybe. Because again, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? We've got a habit of like disappearing into the mist somewhere. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still say Happy New Year? I think we can. Yeah, I mean, we're still in January, just as we record this. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, tax uh, form day, submission day. So happy tax day, Gary. Yeah, happy tax day to you. Happy New Year to the <laughs> listeners. Hope you're all doing well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the reason, and this, this is. Oh, it's going to be quite serious to start with. Is that all right? Can we start That's with? Fine. We started with the Rosie and Jim theme tune, so we can we can break off for some seriousness now. So we're all right. Yeah, that can absorb some of the seriousness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, in basically, the, the the reason for the absence is again, as much as I made my New Year's aims in the previous podcast, the one just before Christmas, um, we've in our family we've had um, like three uh, family bereavements in the space of about four weeks. Yeah. Man. Um, so it's it's been a really fucking terrible time over here, um, and basically we're I think I think what it is is we're victims of our own success, me and you, Dean, because we've we've pretty much I think it's fair to say we've conquered running, right? <laughs> we've completed it. Yeah, we've completed it. And as much as we preach about how good it is for the heart and the soul and the mind and the body and the legs and all of that shit, during all this that's been going on uh, with my family and that it's been the last thing I've wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. sometimes pe- we, we've said so many times, you know, if you're feeling low or you, you always say protecting future D and get out and do a run, but genuinely it's been the last thing I've wanted to do. Like all I've wanted to do is just sort of sit at home mm-hmm. and gather my headspace a bit, you know what I mean? And, and, and go about it that way. Mm. And then while I was doing that, while I was sat around, I mean, I've been working still, but I'd finish work and I'd come in and I just want to like have a little quiet time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And while I was going through all that, I was sort of thinking, well, two things really. Like if, if I'd have set the new year's aims or new year's resolutions, as people like to do of say, for example, running every day in January, I think that would have made me feel even worse that I'd have not wanted to do it. So again, that pressure on myself would have been even more unnecessary at this time. Yeah, but also I was thinking it's actually fine to not want to do it and it not to feel guilty about it, not to 
how can I describe it? Like not to, it's fine just not to want to do it, isn't it? Yeah. I think pressure, what you said there about pressure is a, um, is something that a lot of people feel because it's, it's free in it to get out and put your kicks on and, and dash about. And we know how good it is for us, but what you're dealing with and that level of, of grief is like, it's, it's a free for all. Like how, however you want to get past these moments you'd have to do if yeah. that means getting from work putting your bag down and sitting and staring at the wall and gathering thoughts that's just as good for you yeah as going out and running at this moment in time and and guilt does fuck all for you doesn't it like yes yeah. guilt's a mad thing it you, does because it's mind deciding something it does doesn't it because it feels like a reflex doesn't it guilt like whatever happens yeah. you feel for, for, for it not necessarily for that thing but something else and you'll feel guilty about it it is mm. it's a very strange thing um but i like I say, we're sort of victims of our success and maybe a little bit hypocritical because if someone else was going through that, one of my pals was going through it, I'd probably said to him, you know, why don't you try like getting out for a run or getting a bit of fresh air? And Because it feels like that would be the answer. And it probably is the answer to, to many people. But yeah, so basically I've I've done fuck all for a long time. But what you did, what you just said though was getting out and out getting a bit of fresh air and that's your job as well. Like you do you have routine and you do that as your yeah. job. Yeah, true, true, true. So yeah. it's it's not as if you're completely idling, you know, which again would be acceptable in these times with the grief that you've got on top of it as well. You know, you you have to um stumble from pillar to post when you when you've got stuff like that going through your head and on top of your working schedule to come back and have the resources to go out and and do a run like mate you must be exhausted because getting up to work and having all of these thoughts fire around you swede you know it's it's that's tiring you're still yeah. burning calories when you're thinking about stuff yeah yeah that's true i mean it, I, I, that is that i guess that's another side of grief in it like the tiredness i feel tired all the time but then again i did anyway but yeah, even more so now. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I felt like I wanted to get that off my chest because we've always strived to be pretty honest and open mm. and tell our versions of this thing called life that we're going through, in it. Yeah. And this is currently my chapter. Well, to be fair, I'm at the end of the chapter because I've started running again. But we'll cover that. But that, that was my brief chapter of going. You know what? It's, it's fine to not want to do anything, like you say, other than sit and stare at a wall you know what i mean and yeah well i'll, I'll trade you that story for mine then um, I've, I've had a really tough start to the year for kind of no reason really other than the restrictions that we're under with the c word yeah. um, and and all that and so for the for the first time in my life i felt like i needed a, a leg up so i've you know i've been the doctors and got some anti-anxiety medicine and i'm feeling better for it you know even Good. early early doors um but again, it's one of them where I was, you know, I was talking to the doctor and saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still exercising, not as much as I know I could be, but then there's me giving you the disclaimer because guilt, you understand, yeah, yeah, which doesn't need to happen, does it? No. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a good routine. I'm eating well. I'm not drinking overly. Uh, I'm, you know, exercising to the point that I am enjoying it. Like I don't feel the need to strap on my boots and go for a half marathon, but I'm walking two hours a day. Um, and I'm filling my Instagram with bollocks videos, trying to make people <laughs> giggle. <laughs> I must say, I really like your Instagram videos. They're very, very funny. They're certainly brightening my day. Oh, nice one. Yeah. Well, that's, that was the idea is hopefully to 
put some creativity in my brain and brighten my day as well as if it can brighten other people's day. But uh, I was, I was explaining it to the doctor and she was like, mate, Jesus, you need a, you need a leg up. Um, and so, you know, yeah, the, these, these, this, this medication, um, it, you know, it's not going to be forever touch wood. It's just, you know, um, she described it to me as a crutch. You know, if you hurt yeah. your leg a little bit, you don't need it. You don't need a crutch, but if you hurt your leg to the point where you need to uh, be some assistance to, to walk properly for a while then take it. Um, so that's, uh, that's what, uh, that's what I've done. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's working and, um, it'll, I'm sure it'll, it'll inspire me to get out and run because I'm one of the, I'm one of those, fuck, I'm a Yorkshireman, Gary. I don't know if you know, but I want to get me money's worth. So I'm thinking <laughs> I've got this prescription, right? I need to get the most out of them. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start running as well as taking these tabs uh, to make sure that everything levels out. <laughs> yeah. Get enough bang for your book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Prescriptions aren't cheap, Gary. They're not cheap. I love that. That you that Yorkshire that you want to get bang for your buck out of a fucking prescription. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's a perfect analogy analogy that she's made though about if you hurt your leg, you get a crutch because we see it and hear about it all the time. The the, the mental disabilities, because they can't other people can't see them, hmm. they almost don't mean as much. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah. The crutch, the crutch thing is perfect. If you see someone on crutches, you, you hold the door open for them maybe or you sit, ask them if they want a seat. If I yeah. saw you on a train, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have a fucking clue. What, yeah. you know, I mean, I'd, you look a little bit fucking... I'd probably <laughs> avoid your eye contact. <laughs> is that my hair and beard at the minute? It's wild. As fuck. Yeah. It's very long. I was thinking the other day, when was the last time you had a haircut? Because I believe you haven't cut it since the start, No. No, I have. I I I cut it uh, after the first uh, lockdown finished. Um, I cut it. So I've had I had one haircut last year for the entire year, right in the middle of the year, and then it it grew up to that point. It was long as shit, and then it's uh, it's grown back out. And I've only I've only trimmed my beard about four times as well. I've, I've I'm enjoying the uh, <laughs> the homeless chic look that I've got. Yeah, there. I mean, very soon it's just going to take over your entire face, and it? it's just going to be one big curl. <laughs> I was playing football once. I don't know if I've told you the story. I was playing football once, and um, I was getting, I was getting right, I was riling up this fullback because he, he was doing my head in. So I, I honestly thought you were going to say you were getting rifled. Then I was going to what type of football? <laughs> no, that's in the uh, big bath I football. I was getting rifled. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I was turning to full on Sid James carry on <laughs> football on it. Right, but I was, I was, I was. Um, Getting right into this fella, not in his butthole, <laughs> Gary. Um, but I, I was, uh, <laughs> I was winding this guy up, and um, he, he was trying to have a little snip back at me, and um, he kept on like he kept calling me like names, and, and then the one that he landed on that he kept calling me was microphone head. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, for, for anyone who doesn't know, my hair's incredibly curly um and uh like dark and he was just going i'm, yeah, I'm microphone head take the fucking throw in microphone head <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's a good name i don't mind when people call your names when they're funny I, I sort of feel like yeah fair play mate yeah and then uh, then when i was because uh, when i shoot uh, last time in halifax i dyed my hair ginger and um loads of curly hair ginger i remember playing football again and this guy was like hey someone mark mick hucknell over there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've uh, I've been called all every ginger insult under the sun, but I remember I was walking through. I mean, none of them are ever funny. They're just not funny. Like oh, Duracell, oh, Matchstick, whatever. 
the ginger <laughs> they're just not funny but I was walking through Manchester a couple of years ago and I don't I, I didn't even see where it came from I just heard someone in the distance shout hey what's it dick <laughs> And it made me laugh so much that I just sort of laughed and nodded to myself going, yeah, fair play. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Were you a bit worried that he'd been spying on you in the shower, though? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he knows that, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 my favourite thing that anyone's ever shouted at uh, me in the streets was I was... Uh, when I, I used to do the uh, the adverts for Yorkshire Tea. Did you? And, uh, I was, yeah, man, yeah. did I. I was walking through uh, I was walking through Westfield in London, and um, this guy, he was... He was um, He's trying to sign you up for Sky TV. You know, those people stand around with the little booths and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, throwing the, the pen and paper around, trying to get people to sign up. And he said, hey, yeah, mate. And um, I said, oh, no, no, no. And I could, see his, I could see his head was trying to figure out where yeah. he recognized me from. And I got about 10 yards and he, he shouted at the top of his fucking lungs, tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> Just while he was looking at me, I thought, out of context, that is fucking uh... mad. That's fucking great. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, we'll bring it back to running a little bit. As I say, I've started uh, getting out and doing a bit. I think I did about ten miles last week. I've been doing three and a half miles a day, literally just up to a certain point, turning around and coming back again. Nice, um, pretty pretty fast actually. I mean, I, I, my fitness was never in doubt it's just i feel a bit heavy more than anything um but pretty fast but i was thinking while i've been running the the weather has been fucking shit i hate running in this weather in the rain in the cold i just can't stand it i i i see people like when it's hammering it down and they seem to be having a nice time and i just can't get my head around it the the rain why though but because once you're wet you're wet yeah, but, but it's so you, cold. You just can't warm up, and it's horrible. Well, I just put more, put another layer on then. I run faster, you slow bastard. No, I'm not having it because you can put <laughs> as many layer, layers on as you want. But but I was thinking because I I'm fully equipped to comment on this because I've done both extremes. So the Chicago Marathon we did uh, it was mm-hmm. 28 degrees, right? Which granted, yeah, it was too hot. But then I also did the York Marathon, and I can't remember if I've ever spoke about this on the podcast. I don't. I know we mentioned yours. Um, yeah, we touched on yours because you did a super quick one, didn't you, with uh, Howard Webb and Danny Mills? Yeah, three fourteen, mine. Yeah, uh, was that your PB as well? That's PB. Yeah, I've got fucking nowhere near it since. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's super quick. So, and then I did the York Marathon. I think it was two thousand and eighteen, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but it rained from the moment I got out of bed to the moment I went to bed and yeah. it was genuinely the worst one of the worst days of my life it was it, it was so wet and so cold well it's a late one isn't it? it's Oct- October time early October yeah I think I can't remember I've blocked out I feel my like memory. It is, yeah. but it, it was it was fucking freezing and I completely misjudged it so I turned up in vest and shorts Shit. So I was waiting on the start line. To be grant, to be fair, it wasn't. We weren't waiting that long because obviously it's not a huge field. You know what I mean? It's not like the the ones where you have to go through security and all that. Um, so I was waiting there probably for about half an hour, and I was so cold. And from the the be of the bang of the gun, I just didn't warm up, and I got wetter and wetter. Um, and the, the roads were flooded, so you, it's not like you could avoid running through the yeah. puddles. 
So my feet, like we got to about mile 13, 40, my feet were cramping up. You know, when your feet cramp and your, cold, your toes are just curled up. Yeah, man. I couldn't release them. I couldn't release my toes. So I was running like a half marathon on fucking curled up cramped toes. Oh, God. And then my knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> my arms started to cramp up. I couldn't, I couldn't <sighs> shake them off. I was just, I've never been as cold and wet in all my life. And when I've, <laughs> it's very dramatic, isn't it? But when I've been running in this weather like this last week, I've just been thinking, I'd have done that day in Chicago, like 28 degrees. I'd choose that every time. Fuck yeah. the rain, man. Fuck the wet and the cold. Or oh, Madrid t- with, with the sun in, on your back in Madrid. Yeah, yeah. man. I just the rain, I can't stand it. I love how um, <laughs> the first marathon that we did was in the Arctic Circle, but it was the one in York that broke you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the one in, in the Arctic Circle was cold, wasn't it? But it's just the rain, I think. I think that's what really finishes me off. Yeah, because you just can't warm up. And what I, what I had to do is I had to get one of them space blankets from a, an ambulance, <clears throat> probably about mile twenty. And I, I I like bit into it, a bit holes into it, so I could put it over my head and put it over my arms, and just can't try and keep you know just can't try and keep moving. But by that yeah. point, I, I was barely fucking crawling, and I think I finished in about four hours fifty. Yeah. So it was a it was a slow one for me. But kudos, man, for keeping going. So many people in that uh, under that sort of strain would have gone right foot this and yeah. just dived in the ambulance for yeah. a nap. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. And shout out to my mate Dwayne, who I ran it with. It was his first marathon, and the crowds are minimal because of the weather yeah. and because of the route it takes you on. It's all country roads, yeah. and for him not to throw the towel in, that takes some fucking determination. Because I think. If that had been my first one, I'd have gone, this is horrendous. <laughs> this is <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was literally, yeah, it was it was awful. And there's a bit in it as well where you're running up a road <clears throat> and the road must be about fucking three miles long, isn't it? And yeah. the people are coming back the other side of the road. Yeah, that's, it's that's one that's of those. No, it's awful. <laughs> and you keep thinking, well, the turnaround point's going to be coming up very soon because you can see everyone coming back towards you. And it just doesn't arrive, this turn point in the road. You're just going on and on and on. And I really lost my mind at that that point, I think. And that must be, a, do you know, is that mile 18 or something? Oh, it's getting towards it, yeah. What that reminds me of is um, the Amsterdam Marathon where you're on the river, do you remember when, and you're yeah. running on the one of the banks and there's the elite athletes running down the other side of the river, yeah, the other yeah, bank. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing pretty well here. I can't be that far, but it's about fucking seven miles. Well, there was a guy on, on the Amsterdam Marathon. I, um, I, I don't know if you saw him. He, he was in the river and he had one of those like jetpacks on that yeah, uses yeah, yeah. water. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember him. Yeah. And that was, was that was a, a while ago before that was like a, a pretty common thing, wasn't it? So I remember seeing it. Pretty common before. thing? What, you see him in the fucking Ermston, dear? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I would have thought now everyone knows what they are. Where they right. were a jetpack on, squirting water out and they're like floating, aren't they, on the water? Yeah. I wish you could see what I see. We're uh, <laughs> we're FaceTiming. Gary just did an impression of yeah. uh, of the little guy in his jacket. <laughs> when I, when that was the first time I'd ever saw it, and I was like, "Wow, what yeah, is cool. that?" Yeah, yeah cool. that was good. That was a lonely part of it, though, as well, wasn't it? Because there was no obviously it's a it was like a canal path that we were running on, wasn't it? So it was there was no one, there was no um, yeah, but people. I, in. Again, it's in Amsterdam, so it's a little bit different. What to Yorkshire? Yorkshire's much better than Amsterdam, Gary. Wash your mouth out. Oh, get to fuck. (laughs) 
So it's a new year and I've got a new feature, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, and cards on the table. I have completely pinched this from our mate Dan. <laughs> uh, I've completely nicked his idea. So this is plagiarism at his finest. Um, a couple of weeks ago, he was sending us videos wasn't he, while he was out running and he was singing along to songs that he was listening to on his headphones and we had to guess what song he was singing to. And he was calling it 10K Rioke. <laughs> and I thought it was fucking brilliant. And the video, he's just a very comical man, Dan. There's, there's something about him. He's got funny bones, and he, without realising it, I think. Very much. Cause he, he lives in London, so he's running along very busy London canals and streets and stuff, yeah. singing his little heart out, giving people side eye, like looking at them like they're mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's mad. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, great. Uh, so shout out to Dan for this feature, but I've completely nicked it. Um, <laughs> due to the state of my fitness, we're calling this feature 5K Rioke. <laughs> it's, it's not quite 10K Rioke yet. Um, so yeah, basically I went out for a 5K run, I pressed play on my headphones and I sang along to the song that was coming on. And Dean has got to try and guess what song it is. And I will say, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a tough one? I mean, you might come to you straight away. It's easy when you know it, isn't it? So I think removed, you might struggle. Uh, Okay, so here we go. Okay. Uh, This is going to be tough. I'm feeling really tired. But here we go. I'm going to press play. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Alright. Okay, here we go. Turn to the room. Feels like a big balloon. Same. Diet Coke on a pizza, please. Diet Coke, I'm on my knees. Same. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna get one over. Oh, real woman, real man, his wife. Guess to hell, what if I buy for a lot of women? A lot more. She's a butterfly like I'm so lady. Okay, save me. That's what the fuck was that <laughs> I only identified about four English words in that <laughs> Wait, the last the last 20 seconds is just you going hey before well I've took a little bit of inspiration from shooting stars club singing I thought if I say the words it's giving you too much of a clue. But I, I was um, watching you on FaceTime there and your eyes seem to hint of recognition, no? Nothing at all. I was searching for recognition. I have no <laughs> idea what... <sighs> Did you like it, though? Did you? I loved it. I thought it was very good, especially the part where you nearly got run over singing. That was great. <laughs> I forgot to check the roads while I was running. I was <laughs> getting, getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I heard so, the words. No, no, I heard the words pizza. Yeah. And oh fuck, I'm gonna get run over. <laughs> Mate, I've got no idea. I've no idea what that is. Really? I thought it might be quite easy for you. No, I'm sure there's people listening going, 
screaming at their uh, phones going, it's this song, but I haven't, I haven't got a Scooby-Doo. Okay. Well, if, you, if you got it, uh, if you're listening, you got it, tweet us, let us know, and we can give you a congratulations, thumbs <laughs> up reply uh, for being an absolute genius. Uh, it was Mika, Big Girls. Oh, God. Big Girls, they are beautiful. <laughs> Why would you not sing it? What? Why would you not sing it then? Instead of going, hit me, hit me, hit me. <laughs> Because I thought it would be too obvious if I sat going, hey girl, you are beautiful. Die Coke and a pizza, please. Die Coke on my knees, singing. Hey girl, you are beautiful. No? No, I, to be fair, I don't know that song very well. I, I know the song, but I don't know it very well. <laughs> well, when um, Dan was playing the game with us, uh, I was thinking, my music choices are going to be so much uncooler. And so much, they're going to be a lot of probably musical theatre and maybe some. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have to try and root out some less uh, in what's the obscure ones. I, I, I'm waiting for the day that uh, it's not 5K, okay? It's when you're training for a marathon and you're on uh, the mile 22 of your marathon training and you're just coming to the end of the entire Hamilton musical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can barely talk. I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) to the groom. To the groom. (laughs) Well, listen, it might be a work in progress. I'm going to do a jingle for it as well at some point. Okay, cool. I think that's important. We've we've got to do our silly jingles. Uh, But there you go, 5K Rioka, and you'll be pleased to know, Dean. There's lots more to come of that. Excellent. Have you recorded some more already? I have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Now for a message from our outgoing president. My fellow Americans, big news, huge news. We finally did it. The wall is being built, okay? It's been built by the Mexicans to keep us out of there, which is a hell of a fucking plot twist, but still, we made it happen, okay? And now, as armed maniacs charge government buildings, we can officially say it. We made America great again. Okay, that's Trump out. Oh, and uh, series 26 of The Apprentice starts next Tuesday on the Fox Network, okay, with live coverage of my impeachment trial over on CNN. God bless America. Well, you look at you. You have magnificent cans. Do you want to come hang out in the van? Wait, does that light mean you're still recording? Oh, fuck. So now it's time for... Ginger Wisdom! Ginger Wisdom. Okay, the return of Ginger Wisdom in its proper way right last time. (sighs) (laughs) Can I just mention briefly, I've I've updated my kit. Because I thought, seeing as we're going to be doing some more, um, what's the word? Virtual... Podcasts. (laughs) No, virtual podcasts. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm socially so, distanced. Yeah, podcast. so I've bought a microphone rather than just using my headphone. Because when you're here, we've got all the the gear, haven't we? You've got a mixing yeah. desk and the microphones and all that, and it's mint. But then the last two few times, it's been over the internet, and mm. it's not been as good. So I've I've upgraded. I've got a microphone. Yeah, so, you're great. So hopefully, it sounds better than what I did before. Because I was just you had a microphone, but I was just using my headphones. Yeah, um, and we tried to record this the other day, but then I got called away um, and went back to listen to it, and it uh, you were so loud. Yeah, <laughs> I've, not, I've not worked out the settings very well yet. But hopefully mouth. that cough that I just hocked up all over would have been a really nice level and some nice timbre to it. 
oh, it sounded beautiful, the cough. <laughs> um, but don't do another one because I'm trying to do a fucking intro, okay? You understand? <laughs> Apologies. Crack on. Jesus. Uh, I was going to say that we're back with Ginger Wisdom, um, and last time round, you threw uh, like Nazi propaganda at me, and I agreed with it. So we're going to get Fantastic. away with it. We're going to get away from that because that upset me deeply. And I think, to be fair, I think the listeners we've set up a very delicate ecosystem here, which is that I throw things at you and you look foolish. I, I don't, I don't want to upset the listeners by me looking foolish. I'm supposed to be the one who knows what's going on here, right? Oh, it was so good. I wish, I wish at that point we also filmed this podcast because you were so angry when I told you. It was out of film. It was great. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. I was fuming. Um, so I'm going to say uh, that I'm not trying to trip you up with these ones. These aren't, but I've not gone to like Harold Shipman's diaries and pulled out some some stuff here. Um, okay. But these are just, I just want to hear, uh, the, uh, the, these are um, maybe nice memories or like affirmations that we need in this current climate it might encourage us to get out there and stomp the streets so here we go good there is nothing so momentary as a sporting achievement and nothing so lasting as the memory of it there is nothing so momentary as a sporting achievement and nothing so lasting as the memory of it so i think i like this one because straight Mm -hmm. away again putting myself in the in the map I'm thinking of the moment when you cross a finishing line of an event. Sometimes you're in pain. Sometimes you think, never again. Sometimes you think, yeah, that was amazing, but it hurts. So I'm done or, you know, I'm wet or cold or whatever it may be. I've ticked off that box in my list. I've done it. But then we always say a week or two later, you always go, fuck, I want to do that again. Those yeah, memories of, of, of that day and that, and you always forget how much it hurts, don't you? As well, a week, maybe yeah. two weeks later, the pain is gone, but mm-hmm. the 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 elation and the achievement is what sticks around in your brain, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And like you just said, then as well with the the York Marathon, um, it, you know, four hours fifty minutes in the scheme of things isn't long. I mean, it's no. it felt fucking long, but you know, and then that's so momentary and even more momentary is you crossing the finish line in your space suit that you'd nick from an ambulance <laughs> um, but the memory lasts forever be it good or bad it's still an achievement it's still something that you're immensely proud of and um i just think this that encapsulates for me what it is to cross a finish line that that um definitely that quote. and I, I liked it can you can you say it one more time for me because i do like that one <clears throat> there is nothing so momentary as a sporting achievement and nothing so lasting as the memory of it yeah that's good. That I, I always feel like it's it's shit content when I when I understand them and when I, <laughs> and when I like them. But I do I do get that one. It's nice, and it is. I think it's also a good headline to recommend someone the 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 worthwhile of doing something like that. Do you know what I mean? Those memories that do stick around forever is yeah. is a credit to what what we've done, what other people have done, what you should. I think what people should do, me. I think mm. a marathon is something we should all aim to do at some point in our lives. Well, I've I've said that to people before. I said, you know, when you cross that finish line of your first marathon, you're a marathon runner forever. Then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to keep doing it to be a marathon runner. You're just a marathon runner, um, and you join an elite club of yeah. um, people who won't fucking shut up about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> people who bang on about it on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so there's the first one i'm glad you liked it i'm glad you liked yeah. it this one 
this one's a bit more conceptual, but it's it it's I like it a lot, and it care. It, I it, I heard it at a point that I needed to hear it myself as well. So I want to throw it at you. Okay. When the wise man points at the moon, the fool looks at the finger. When the wise man points at the moon, the fool looks at the finger. What do you think that means? Mm. (laughs) Um, The fool looks at the finger. So the fool, the fool could maybe be going this. I feel like it's right there. I feel like I'm, I'm almost there. I feel like the fool. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, I'm doing my hoovering, right? I'm hoovering my living room. Why is it hoovering again? (laughs) <laughs> because it's something we all do, isn't it? Something I can relate to. Let's okay. pretend, right? Okay, let's pretend I've got a massive living room the size mm-hmm. of a football pitch, right? Yeah. And I'm stood there, and there's like there's like bits of fluff all over it, and like crumbs and whatever. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking, bloody hell, this this could do with a Hoover, could I? But it's going to take me all day to Hoover this, right? And then the next day. I've hoovered the, the the football pitch living room, yeah, yeah, and then I've brought my mate along who's a bit of a fool, and I've shown him uh, the clean football pitch, and I've gone, look at that, it's good, that isn't it, and he's gone, yeah, 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 that is good, and then I've shown him the Hoover, and he's gone, what you've done, you've done all that with that little Hoover, and I've got, I've gone, yeah, and he's gone, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> um. Cool. So if, 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 all right, maybe, <laughs> maybe, hang on a minute. Maybe I've done it back to front. So I brought my friend before I've hoovered. I'm showing him. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Me and my mate are stood in, in my living room. Mm-hmm. I've got a picture. I've got a picture in my hand of a clean living room. Yeah. Yeah. And then I lower the picture and we look at the, f- the floor and it's covered in shit. And, and then I look at the hoover and he goes, it's not worth it. So my end, my end goal is the picture as the man he's putting at the the moon. Yeah. But the fool is looking at the Hoover and going, "Nah, I'll leave it." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that really make that really makes sense in my mind. Like he's not he's not willing to to look. He's not willing to get to the picture of the clean living room because of the size of the Hoover. Right. So you're saying. So you're you're going. That the wise man is aspirational, looking um, at the moon, looking at the moon, looking at the football pitch size living room with fluff in it. Yeah, and the fool doesn't have that level of aspiration, so can't look that far. They he, only look towards the pointed thing. The thing he that's... can't look past the tiny Hoover, aka the man's finger. Okay, no, I don't. I like that. I think that's cool. It makes I sense, think... doesn't it? It does, yeah, yeah. I didn't. This wasn't about aspiration for me, but I like that. That's about aspiration for you because I, I understand that. That makes that makes sense. You've done well with that. I think yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. When, yeah. When I was saying it, I was really anxious to get get the clearness of what I was seeing out because yeah. I feel like it really makes sense in my mind. The guy, I love your word soup. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I always describe it. Like years ago, I I used to do pantomime right when I was popular and on the telly <laughs> many many years ago dear listeners um and i always describe it you know outside a theater when it has or a cinema and it has that sort of ticker tape going 
now showing these this play, this this yeah. time, whatever, like a ticker tape. My mind is like a giant ticker tape of words. <laughs> so when I was doing the panel, I'd have this constant ticker tape and I'd have to pick the right words and make sure I didn't say any bad words. And that's it's like it's like a ticker tape of words and I've just got to pick them out and make a sentence. Nice. So in my head then, when when you were talking, it was like you just had a few tins of alphabet spaghetti and you were just trying to <laughs> piece it all together. <laughs> I mean, it's a similar principle. Yeah. I, I'm interested to know what your what your one was because I think mine's good. And I yeah, reckon my, it could be a contender to beat yours. I certainly think it is. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine, was, mine was a lot looser than that, I think. Mine was about perspective. So about um, uh, past and present and future and the wise man pointing at the moon was more about him trying to appreciate beauty and trying to appreciate the sort of the world um, and the things you can see and the small things that you get from life. Um, Whereas the fool was not able to see that and just was looking at the actual thing that they can comprehend in front of them. Yeah. Um, Which uh, is, I think, useful at the minute that why the reason why it jumped out at me was because you know there's there's an awful lot to get to be upset about at the minute um you know but both personally for us and for so many people but also on a global scheme and just being able to remember that you can look at the moon and not have to look at your own finger or yeah or, you know, looking so close to home bit of perspective made me feel loads better i think sometimes if you can shrink your existence slightly and appreciate the small things as part of a bigger thing um that was that was quite nice for me at that moment in time but i like yours as well i really like yeah yours. absolutely so like almost look, look at the bigger picture kind of vibe yeah and allow yourself to see beauty you don't have to be able to um you don't always have to live in your head at this moment in time because um you know when i do my uh, my walk my daily walks and i'm creating you know stupid videos and stuff i'm still i still take a lot of time to like look at nature and you know yeah. there's a nice canal down there and i'll you know there's herons and there's uh, kingfishers and there's all kinds of stuff that it's it's so easy to ignore that in the modern world because we're in our heads or we're on our technologies and your head is down and you're um sort of consumed by guilt and pressure you know which we yeah. spoke about at the start yeah. but actually take a moment and look at the moon point at the moon show people the moon and and be able to exist in that moment that is above um your anxieties of the day or of the week the month whatever it might be yeah um, but i which i guess is aspirational which is what you were talking about so yeah, it's, it's good that we're both coming at it from the same sort of end game isn't it really but yeah. from different sides of it and at the end of the day you've got a nice country walk and i've got a nice tidy living room floor <laughs> are we are we spiritual masters now is that what we learn now from that i guess you could call us that yeah absolutely <laughs> okay well uh i've run out of things to say have you any things to say no i'm exhausted exhausted this is the most i've spoken to someone for months yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it's nice though again it's i always enjoy this little outlet whether it's yeah. absolute nonsense and bullshit i enjoy getting it all off my chest yeah, definitely. Me too. And I, th- I think we've said, I mean, we've said this so many times before, even if nobody listened to this, it's good for us to be able to do this. But if you are listening to this, say hello, make yeah. sure that you, you're uh, all right and uh, engage with us. If you're having the same uh, thoughts about 
guilt or pressure or whatever it might be being at the start of a new year, um, then let us know that we're not alone in this community. Yeah, we're on all the, all the social medias at Behind the Medal, so you can find us dead easy. Um, yeah. And where if you listen to us on your podcast, we've not done the begging bit for a while, but if you're listening to us on the podcast, just give us a like, uh, give us a, a, a rating and mm-hmm. leave us a review because it does help us. Um, it bump, bumps us up in the charts and makes it easier for us to be found. So, yeah, and su- subscribe. And if, you, if you've got room on your phone, download it and just leave it there. Yeah. That helps or, us or download there. it and then bin it off. But as long as, long as you've downloaded it, I think that counts, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know how it works. We, as you can see, either. we're invested in this very much. We've done all the business. <laughs> very professional. Oh, yes. Uh, well, you bought a microphone, so you, uh, they can fuck off. Download yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, fucking 130 quid this. Download it, you tight twats. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good place to end it, as any, to end it, I think. So uh, we'll speak to you next time on the Behind the Medal. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Let me check this as well while it's there. What is it? It's a, a reply from eBay to see if my offer, <laughs> offer's been accepted. <laughs>